communities around the country are again hurting and life is yet again uncertain because we have decided to accept violence. This decision to accept violence happened long ago. We accepted the state use of violence for political and social goals and that eventual acceptance has led to the street violence we see now. The danger only begins to grow if we, the average citizens, don't say that this is unacceptable. Violence in response to violence only breeds more violence. We are watching that now. Over 30 people have died in the violence across the country in the last three months. And that's just directly related. It is unacceptable, as is violence by our government. The question becomes, how do we solve this? And how did we get here? Those are two separate questions and are gonna require some deep thought and some difficult conversations. There are bills currently moving their way through the California assembly and state houses across the country that for the most part are moving deck chairs around the Titanic. It's rearranging how stuff works. It doesn't fundamentally change anything. It doesn't fundamentally change the mindset, the, the mindset that we've accepted the use of violence to obtain political goals, whether that's by government, political parties, or small groups with alternative agendas who use peaceful protests as a cover. The reality is our acceptance of violence allows them to operate. The change comes when we, as average citizens, no longer accept it. We can stop both. We can stop police abuse. We can stop government abuse. And we can stop violence in the streets. We can do both. But it's going to require trust. And trust is in short supply. So how do we regain trust? Well, it's not by playing around at the edges. I have no opposition to most of the bills going through the California State Assembly. And if I were there and they were was on the table, I would likely vote for them. But they don't go far enough. Banning a chokehold or forcing the attorney general who's reluctant to interview, I mean, to intervene in police abuse cases to intervene isn't enough. The investigation and prosecution of police abuse cases has to be taken out of law enforcement entirely. We can get together with groups like the ACLU and victims' rights groups and even union groups. Get them to the table and let's find a different solution. Let's get civil rights groups or some combination thereof to do the investigation. There's plenty of retired prosecutors we can hire to do the prosecutorial work. There are lots of external labs to do lab work. 
This isn't complicated. It just requires will. But even that won't fix anything. We need to heavily modify qualified immunity. We need to change the financial structure so the police, so the police unions are responsible for the costs, not taxpayers, when police become abusive. But even that won't solve the problem. The fundamental problem is a mindset by the political class that they get to use force, the threat of a person with a gun in a cage, to get you to behave the way they want. It's that mindset is the problem. We complain about the permit patties, but the, there can be no permit patties if you don't require the permit. We complain about, you know, the, the Karens of the world. Well, if they have no power to call, they have no power. We have created this mess ourselves. We've demanded the world behave the way we want it to behave. And we're seeing the consequences of that. We have a choice. Do we accept violence or do we reject it? I am hopeful. One thing this journey has brought me is hope. I have talked to many people from many different walks of life with many different viewpoints. And the one common thread is a lack of trust. And the one thing the all of an appreciative, appreciative of is the fact that I'm willing to tell the truth. Cost me votes, it costs me votes. I'm not so afraid to lose the job I don't yet have to not do it. We need political courage. That political courage is the courage to vote differently. Some of us had the courage to stand up. And now we're asking you for the courage to vote. Thank you for your time. Good night. And please love everybody.